Welcome to a WSFI special presentation. Joan McHugh of Witness Ministries. She is a prolific Catholic author and has written many, many books. Uh, I'm very excited to talk with you here, Joan, so thank you for joining me here on WSFI. And thanks for having me. I'm more thrilled than you are, I think. <laughs> That's great. So will you tell me a little bit about uh, how Witness Ministries, your organization, originated? Sure. Well, I think first I'd have to go back to childhood when when I, I was gifted with faith. I had polio as a child when I was five. I remember crying out to God from inside an oxygen tent, Dear God, please get me out of here. And he did, and I had no ill effects from polio. I had 12 years with the Sacred Heart nuns in New York who taught us solid theology and mostly Eucharistic theology, and it was there I learned to believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. So it's been with me my whole life, and on our 25th wedding anniversary, we went to see the miracles of the Eucharist in Italy, my husband and I, and that, uh, after we got back, a lady asked me to give a talk on prayer uh, in Chicago, and what I did is I put together a slideshow of all the miracles of the Eucharist, and so began Witness Ministries. They loved the slides, and many had never heard of miracles of the Eucharist, so it was just, it's, it, it really got us up and running, and we've been going ever since. That is quite incredible. You have uh, lots of uh, different books out there, and you, but in your talks to these parishes and prayer groups, uh, can you uh, tell me about uh, the different gifts about the kingdom and the kingdom gifts that you, can you just elaborate on them? I know you talk about them. Sure. Well, you know, that was the centerpiece of Jesus's ministry. His teaching was about the kingdom, and the kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom of God is within you. And you know what? I had always learned that, but the first time I really learned it up close and personal was I went on a retreat when my children were small, and the, the priest, the spiritual director, handed me a list of questions to answer, and I was very emotionally depressed. Um, I, I just struggled a lot with depression. And so I laid on the bed and I couldn't answer the questions and I told him I, I failed. I didn't answer these questions. He said, well, tell me what happened. I said, well, I just pictured myself as a child at the beach and I was running around as a five-year-old, so happy and chasing the waves and with my little red bucket. And he said, after a while, he said, Joan, he said, that you didn't waste your time. That was the Lord speaking to you from memory and he wants you to reclaim that child. And so then I cried even harder. I said, well, how do I do that? <laughs> so that is, that is kind of my story, is reclaiming the inner child, which is, of course, what God wants all of us to do. And in, in the talks I give, I share the experiences I've had of how God has led me through his personal presence and his guidance, uh, but especially in the last 20 years through a lot of illness. I've had scleroderma, lymphoma, and breast cancer. And the gifts that God gives us are faith, the Holy Spirit, prayer, especially the Eucharist and reconciliation. The kingdom is here. It is now. It is within us. We are the signs that Jesus Christ is alive. And so that is kind of what I would like to talk about is how God led me to healing of these diseases. But it was not only physical, it was emotional. So, but we can, I can stop there and you can ask me another question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Joan, you've written so many books about the Eucharist and uh, that's incredible. But your latest book is entitled uh, 
Dying to Live, and it's a personal memoir. Can you explain the title of that? Sure, I'd love to. I, you know what? I prayed for a title. I was, I, I, I journaled and I wrote all my experiences of finding, searching for healing from these illnesses, and how what I was learning. And I was dying literally, and so I prayed for a title. I was in my early fifties, and uh, when I had all the sicknesses. And I wanted to take the readers on this incredible healing adventure that I was having, uh, but I couldn't find a name for the book. And in the middle of the night, I awakened, and the words dying to live came like flash, like a neon sign in my mind. And so that was the title of the book. And so I was dying, but I was trying to live. And so God gave me that title, and uh, so the book is now published. That is quite incredible. And now early on in your illnesses, you write, our mind and body are integrally related, and we play a vital role in creating our own level of health. Are you suggesting that we can control our own health with that well, statement? Well, in a sort of a way, I am. The first time I became aware of a connection between our bodies and our mind and our emotions was when I met face-to-face -face with a visionary, Maria Esperanza from South America, she was in the gift shop in a, in a, in the Auriesville, New York. Um, it was a missionary outpost, and we w went there to hear her and listen to her talk. I went up to her in the gift shop. I said, "Maria, I have scleroderma. It's an incurable, paralyzing disease. I, I'll probably die from it. Can you help me? Can you pray to the Lord for me?" And she looked right through me and she said, Joan, she said, your scleroderma is the result of a sexual abuse incident when you were 12. It happened and it paralyzed you in fear. And that fear has lived in you, in your cells and in your bones your whole life. And it's come out in the form of disease. It's really, it's, it's yourself, your inner self crying for help to, to be released from that, from the guilt and the feeling trapped and hopeless. So this, that, that's what the book is about. It's the Lord led me to doctors, authors, priests, and even a, a wonderful Jesuit spiritual director who had his own story of healing. He had tongue cancer, and he, he told me that, of course, the mind and body work together. When he got cancer, he asked the Lord, Lord, why do I have tongue cancer? He was a very prayerful holy priest. And so the Lord answered him and said, you have tongue cancer because you don't share your pain. You are hiding from people. And even though you're giving spiritual direction, you, you are not being true to yourself or to others. And so you must release your pain. And as soon as he learned that, he did, and his tongue cancer was healed. And so we play a vital role in our susceptibility to disease and in our recovery. So that I know from experience. That's incredible. Uh, what an incredible witness to hear you talk about this. And uh, just for our listeners, we're listening to the voice of Joe McHugh. We're live here at the Catholic Marketing Network here in Schaumburg, Illinois. Uh, it is uh, the trade show here in Schaumburg, Illinois. It's just an incredible blessing to have so many amazing Catholic writers and authors and uh, you know clergy around here this weekend. But uh, it's been an amazing time talking with you, Joan. So I just want to continue uh, along our journey here. And in your journals, uh, you wrote letters to Jesus. You would go to church and sit in front of the Blessed Sacrament and beg for his healing touch. 
One time you wrote that Jesus responded quickly and in a surprising way. Maybe touch upon that for us? Sure, I'd love to. Um, I, I did. I went to church, and I love to sit and pray in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And I wrote in my journal, Jesus, put a spark of love into my dead heart. Please bring me back to life. Please reveal yourself to me. My calendar was full, but I was empty. I asked the Lord to show me what it is that traps me and makes me feel so hopeless, trapped like I want to run away. And that very night I had a dream, like remember St. Monica had that dream about her son Augustine that he was going to convert? Well, yeah. I had a dream, and in the dream I went to a funeral parlor, and I went up to the casket to pay my respects, and it was me. And I was in the casket as a nun, and I opened an eye. And this dream was so freaked me out, but I was learning about dreams, and I journaled. And I learned that I opened the eye because I wasn't really dead. I was pretending to be dead. And that's the way I was living my life. I pretended mm. not to be fully alive. I pretended to be dead because I was afraid of the pain. So I hid and I, I didn't want to deal with the pain. I thought I had to repress my real self and stifle my emotions. I was afraid to be me. And that I thought if I was, it would destroy our marriage because I did tend to project a lot of my inner pain on my husband and thinking everything was his fault, when in reality the pain was inside of me, but I didn't know how to get at it. So this, the Lord answered my prayer and led me to this myself in the casket, and he wanted me to get out of there. So as early on from my mother was mentally sick i began snuffing out my life when i felt hurt or abandoned or ashamed ashamed and the pain ate at me and it, it actually was killing me and that's what god was telling me in that dream wow what a just an inspiring incredible uh, story there uh now you say that the greatest prayers are sacraments especially the Eucharist and Reconciliation, the, in these twin sacraments, uh, what, do, what role did they play in your healing? Okay, so, of course, the Mass, the nuns in all my 12 years of Sacred Heart taught us about the theology of the Mass. And in, of in the Mass, you know, the, the priest, Jesus stands in the, in, in, within the priest and offers his life to God the Father for us. And in return, God showers down all these blessings upon us. And so the Eucharist is the greatest healing sacrament because it is a, a, an intimate um, connection between ourselves and Jesus. And he allowed that. God allowed that to be pre us to be present at Calvary. Can you believe that? But through the Mass. But so the Mass is, is the greatest of healing sacraments. You know, St. Jerome once asked Jesus, what more can I give you, Lord, that you do not already have? And Jesus said to him, give me your emptiness that I may fill it. And so the Mass fills our emptiness because Jesus fills our emptiness. Only he can do that. Now that is the greatest prayer. But along with that prayer is the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which is also a great prayer. And um, Sister Faustina of the Blessed Sacrament, our Lord told her that the Sacrament of Reconciliation is a tribunal of mercy where the greatest miracles take place. Mm. And so I experienced a miracle through the Sacrament of Reconciliation, and I will share it very briefly here. But it's all in relation to the, my hiding and my dying in the casket. Um, I. I was having a, a flare-up of scleroderma, and I was feeling very trapped. 
And so I went to confession and I, I asked the priest to please ask God to show me what is causing me so much pain. And so he said, Joan, pray to get to the root of your pain. So I took that, his uh, request, to my spiritual director, and he said, Father Bob Sears, a wonderful Jesuit, he said, remember a time when you were little when you had this kind of pain, when you were feeling trapped and wanted to run away? And I thought back to a time when I was in the crib and I was three years old, and my, my father came at me with a leather strap and beat me. And while he was beating me, I, re I, I remembered that I was thinking, Daddy, beat me till you kill me. Kill me because I deserve to die. I'm so bad, just kill me. And Father Bob said, now, do you want to know where your pain comes from? Your pain has stored itself in the cells of your body, and you have been living out that death wish ever since you were three years old. Wow. So that, the, the sacrament of reconciliation is what led to me going to that spiritual director. Jesus was answering my prayers to heal me, and that is one of the ways he did it. So uh, we, the, we, we need to be healed of self-hate, which is at the root of so much of our problems, especially our illnesses. Now, not, that's not in every case, but in my case it was. I had a, a kind of a death wish, but it was unknown. And um, until God healed that, I would continue to be sick and, and uh, unhappy. Mm. And so he wanted to free me from that. Wow. This, is, this has been an incredible uh, just testimony on, on your part. Again, this book, uh, Dying to Live, uh, is, uh, is Joe McHugh's witness. We're talking with Joe McHugh, a uh, uh, prolific Catholic author of many, many books. Uh, but, but, but this book, uh, which is her personal memoir, Dying to Live, My Path to Health, uh, just as an incredible book. So um, if you could give our listeners uh, a takeaway gift, what would that be? Well, you know, it all boils down. It's so simple. Um, if, if we can ask Jesus to be the Lord of our life, then we put everything under his control. And that's what he was teaching me in my uh, search for healing, that he wanted to show me and guide me and fill me and and. I had to let go of control for him to do that. I had no idea that self-hate was at the bottom of my pain or my, my illnesses. So we are the lost sheep and the lost coin that, our, that Jesus talks about in Scripture. Our shepherd wants to free us. He is searching for us. He is searching for our true self. And he wants us to open to him so that he can show it to us. So there's a simple prayer that I learned from this Father Pharisee at a retreat. He said, it's called a vegetable prayer. And all you do is you go before a crucifix and you say, Jesus, unlike a vegetable, I just <laughs> give you everything. I, I don't have anything on my agenda. I just give it all to you. So you take control of my life and my health, and my children, and my husband, and my finances, and my emotions. Just keep everything, and you then make happen what you will to happen for me. And that is the prayer of surrender, and that is the most powerful prayer, because Jesus wants to transform our lives. And the only way he can do that is as if we give ourselves to him. So the prayer of surrender. Wow, what a, just a beautiful, uh, beautiful idea for our listeners take away uh, this 
just give your entire being to God. I like that vegetable. I like that vegetable <laughs> prayer. That's a that's a great way to do it. You know, here, Jesus, take everything, put it at the foot of your cross, and, you know, you're Lord of my life. You can deal with it better than I can. And can I say one more thing about prayer? Yes, absolutely. Um, there's a, a mystic, uh, 14th century England, Juliana of Norwich, and she had incredible 16 revelations from Jesus uh, where he spoke to her and, and visited her. And in those revelations, there's a lot about prayer. And in one of the revelations, Jesus told her that he is the initiator of prayer. Mm. I am the ground of thy beseeching. And he, uh, Julian um, was convinced that when we pray, it is in response to God's desire to grant what we most urgently need. Mm. So God not only gives us the desire, he gives us the desire because he wants to give us the desires of our hearts. <laughs> so he does it all. If we can just learn to submit and be like a child in his arms, and he will uh, lead us and heal us and give us whatever it is we need. It's, he wants that for us. How beautiful. How beautiful, Joan. So uh, I just want to make sure that before we uh, close our segment here that uh, I, I'm able to give our listeners the uh, places to go and get your uh, beautiful books and, and, and CDs, too. I know that you've uh, done some CDs as well. So maybe just uh, talk a little about where people can purchase your books and whatnot. Okay, well, um, I have a number of book that, books that Catholic Word distributes. So if you want my books, go to catholicword.com. And I believe there's a, is there a phone number on there? Maybe not. Yes. Yeah, there's an 800 number for that. I can read that out for our listeners here. Again, that number is 1-800-932-3051. 1-800-932-3051. It's catholicword.com. And uh, the book's available there. I know there's many, uh, but My Daily Eucharist is one of them. Eucharist, God Among Us, Behold the Lamb of God. Uh, and then you also have a, uh, a CD, the Sacrament of the Eucharist selections from my daily Eucharist with Joe McHugh and you and and you read the, uh, yes, yes. the segments of, of my music. daily Eucharist with music underneath it but that can actually be heard on WSFI every day at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Uh, different selections of uh, that so and then you have a feast of faith which is another uh, incredible book about all these different miracles of the Eucharist and the one we've been talking so much about uh, that new one uh, dying to live again dying to live uh, and, and your journey of faith is so powerful, Joan. It's something that uh, I think our listeners can really grasp onto, can really listen to, and, and understand that God is with them no matter what. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I still love that vegetable prayer. I, I can't know. Have it that's that's where it's at so easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the, the gifts that he gives us are so simple, and he wants us to use them. Have faith and rely on the Holy Spirit and love the Eucharist and and go to the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And, I mean, all this in heaven, too. We are the king's kids, you know? There's nothing that we can't have. We, we live on an estate. And we are so privileged. And I wish, I, I pray for hope for the listeners, that they will have hope, It would, no matter what they're dealing with, that Jesus can can come into their lives and, and give them it is whatever it is they need most. Oh, how incredible. Uh, Joan, thank you so much for spending uh, this uh, time with us here on WSFI. Uh, it has been a pleasure. Uh, I just want to also give out your personal website before we go as well. It's witnessministries.org, 
witnessministries.org. And uh, I don't know if you want to share your email or not. but No, um, no, no. But the, you can order some children's books on that yes. website that I have just uh, put together on the Eucharist. Wonderful. So, again, it's uh, catholicword.org, witnessministries.org. Uh, this is... Uh, Hey, Joan, you're you've been listening to Joan McHugh, a prolific Catholic author. Her books can be found uh, in all kinds of uh, different areas, but most prevalently CatholicWord.org, and, uh, CatholicWord.com, and WitnessMinistries.org. So uh, thank you once again, Joan, so Thanks, much. Thanks, Bill, for having me. I loved it. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, and uh, this has been WSFI Spotlight with Joan McHugh from uh, the Catholic Marketing Network Meetings and trade show here in Schaumburg, Illinois. We'll be back hopefully with more great interviews here from the Catholic Marketing Network. But right now we return you to regularly scheduled programs here on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Thank you for listening to this special presentation from WSFI 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. For more information about WSFI, please visit www.wsfiradio.org. Or, to donate to WSFI, please send your tax-deductible donation to P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Again, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Thank you.